When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, who do you think would bless the food after that? <laughs> All right, we're back, man. Family Feud is over. We're at the old school. We only do that on the block because the block, we, we had to put it out there uh and stuff. So we want to give it up to Strick, DP, and uh, Rico having a good time in Vegas and covering the UFC. I'm Jay Foreman. You see Nick right there to my right. Austin on the ones and twos, making it sound good and look good. We are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. There also is a new one out there close to Tanner. So I don't know exact ad- exact address, but I did see the brick and mortar is up. The sign's up. So I'm sure by the time football season there will be another location for the Mercado. So they're getting you coming into Wait, town. Out in South? Yeah, right. Really? Across, right, right next to Hot Works or whatever it is. That, nice. Or Orange Theory. One of, I don't know. One of the two. Nice. So like 33rd and Yankee Hill. 33rd and Yankee Hill. There will be nice. another one. And so they, I always say they're getting you coming in town off the Waverly exit, <laughs> and they're getting you going out of town and headed to Roca. So uh, um, anyways, you know, we appreciate their support. It's a Friday. A little bit of a uh, – Armageddon this morning with with a little bit of rain, but it's uh, dissipated and people are outside and uh, mm-hmm. doing their thing. But I wanted to ask you guys this before: um, what time is upside, uh, Austin? I believe four thirty, four forty-five somewhere okay. in there. Before upside comes, I want to ask you about this, Nick. And I don't know if you guys covered it before, but you know, as far as identity and programs, and obviously you've seen, I know you guys have heard the news about Pat Fitzgerald being suspended for two weeks of, of, with the inquiry, right? And it mm-hmm. wasn't found guilty, but he was found of he should have known, he might have known, he knew something, but he, didn't do enough. Just yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. 
you, it's like, hey, dude, you should have known. I mean, yeah. it's something. Some, if it's your known, program, why didn't you should have known. Right, and it, and it, and what I guess what they did is, is, is Camp Kanisha. They must go somewhere and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So this is obviously, in my opinion, and I want your guys' opinion. This has obviously been in a tradi- tradition, right? And I want to ask you this because whenever there's like, I always say, when you peel back that first part of the onion, it kind of hits you with shock. But when you get deeper, that's when you start crying. Do you think this could be the end of the Pat Fitzgerald era at Northwestern? Now that we know they're struggling on the field, yeah. when these things like this happen, do you think this is just by coincidence? Or, now let's go here, and we'll be conspiracy theorists, right? Or is this something that's been known? Because let's face it, it just didn't happen one time. Yeah. This is something that's been known. 2014. But if we can get find a way to get out of the contract or get out a little bit less, yeah. magically this comes to light. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, I told Austin this earlier. Um, it's... It, does it feel like a slap on the wrist when you give him a two-week suspension in July? Yeah, I mean, he's already up at his cabin or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's a recruiting dead period. It's two-week suspension yeah. in July, right? And, and and let's also point out the fact that the Big Ten media days are in three weeks. So he's going to be off a of suspension by the Big Ten media days. He's going to be able to go talk to the folks that he's so close to in Chicago in, or in Indianapolis with Big Ten media dates here in three but weeks. But he doesn't know Rashawn Jackson's coming. Though. That's true. Well, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with VJ. Well, we're going to put VJ's yeah. blocking to the test because Pat Fitzgerald might get in his linebacker stands and jack him up. We'll, we'll see. But no, I mean, so here's the thing: they're they're returning. I mean, on the field, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. They don't they don't have that difficult of a schedule, but they're not going to be very good on. They're only returning four of their starters on offense. I think they're returning seven of their starters on defense but other than that you've had a three and nine year a one and eleven year and whatever happens this season now you mix this in where as you said jay you pointed out the tradition uh to go up to camp kenosha um that's where it, it kind of becomes a problem because as as the common understanding of of something involved with hazing it's usually something that happens every year right, right. Right, and it's it's a tradition, an installation of hey, if you want to be part of this brotherhood, you do this. Let's just be honest about it. Right, and so with that in mind, the the part that you start you started out saying you should have done something about it. Here's my thing: is as Pat Fitzgerald as the head coach, you could have done something about it. You could have dug deeper. You could have known, right? And when you're getting paid millions of dollars, and it, nonetheless, it's your alma mater. There's a higher expectation for you. Right. We just went through it as Nebraska fans. There's a higher expectation that you're held to, I think, both on and off the field when it's your alma mater. And this, if this is as bad as it sounds, yes, maybe it's just a slap on the wrist right now, but if they go 2-10 two and two and ten this year, then this is going to come up a little bit more of, okay, maybe this was a thing that started over the course of three years or four right. years, or maybe, guess what, It's only, it's been happening for five, six I think it's I think it's a bigger problem than maybe we're thinking. I what do you think, I hesitate to go this direction, but I think it could be somewhat illustrative because we we had something again, not knowing all the details of what they mean by hazing, right? That's all very hazy right. in this case because I think there's stuff that in the past would have been considered normal locker room behavior that you know we think we you know have moved past now, and then there's stuff that's just wrong that shouldn't be done to anyone at any point in any time. And we don't know what actually went on at the camp, whether right. it's, you know, Harvard women's ice hockey level 
um, you know, hazing initiation, whatever. Well, yeah, that was, that was interesting. It, it's crazy. So yeah. if it's that, yeah, that's bad. He yeah. should have known. If it's just like normal locker room stuff, so, I say right. in quotes, yeah, I mean, you probably shouldn't let it go on, but is anyone, you know, harmed in the long term? Because the Big Ten faced, you know, something like this where a coach could have done more back in, what, 2011, 2013? Joe Paterno, right, right, and I don't want to say this raises to that because we don't know the details. Right, but the thing with Paterno is he did something, could have done more. Right, right, and I think that's where we're at with with coaches. If in doubt, take that one extra step, right, go a little further, make it maybe a bigger deal than it has to be, just because that's probably the safer thing to do. But to me, this is like I I told Nick before too. It's someone's pressing the the seat warmer button on your car. Because he is Pat Fitzgerald. Because right. he has a, a really good reputation before this. Because And they've been successful, they've been the, successful. by Northwestern standards exactly. for previous years. Right. On a consistent basis for, right. for them. Yes. So the details of the hazing, I think, matter a lot in this. And then it ties into, oh, now people are paying attention, so you're more under the microscope. So right. now if you don't win, they can throw the record on top of the off-the-field stuff, and that'll help them... I don't think Pat Fitzgerald gets fired. I think he steps away. He resigns. He goes and takes an NFL assistant job. Northwestern will do anything but fire Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, I think that, you know, he's far enough off of it directly that... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It won't end, you know, kind of like some of the firings have been around here. But I do think that if they don't show some sort of life, at, especially towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. if they don't show life, it's tough it, later it, in he, the year. He will be, he will be thinking about, you know, doing that because also you got to think for him, he's a relatively young coach, you know, mm-hmm. as far as like being, a, you know, a head coach in age, right? And he's obviously, you know, been turned down the Chicago Bears job or been up for NFL jobs, it seems like, every single year. You know, the Bears seem like they've had, in the last 10 years, had like six coaches. So six different years, his name has been floated out there. You don't want to continue along the path of losing at Northwestern to the magnitude that they did last year 
you know what I'm saying, and then the year before, well, and if they don't have a good year this year, and then therefore then it lessens your value in the eyes of the NFL teams. Let's uh, let's not forget this though, also, guys, and I think this probably pays a little bit into the conversation. They put in, in two hundred, or excuse me, in 2018, they they put 260 million into the new facilities on on the right, right on the river. right on the lake, right on the so river, nice. right? Was it the which, river or the lake? Or lake, lake, yeah. lake, yeah, yeah. That boosts recruiting, boosts everything that you need off the field to get guys there to Northwestern. Obviously, you have the grades, and you need you need a little bit of higher GPA, the academic standards that maybe maybe you know handcuffs them a little bit. Now, don't forget, they just announced eight hundred million dollars for a new field. They just announced a new Ryan Field for eight hundred million dollars. I also and their their mantra on this is new vision, new vision of Northwestern, right. new identity of Northwestern. With and so new, so, and so with a new coach, right? I I don't think the more and more I I told you earlier, Austin, and I, I'm gonna try kind of change my stance over these last couple hours. I told you earlier that I felt like sometimes when it's your homegrown guy, you sometimes turn the cheek you look the other way however if there's a way to get out with cause if there's loopholes that northwestern can find i think they do it yeah i, I especially cool. if they have another poor year of double digit losses yeah, yeah. I, I especially now when you add 1.2 billion dollars worth Ooh. of improvements in the last six years in in specifically your football facilities, yeah, and I mean, and it results in what? Sorry to interrupt, Jay. And specifically, it results a in what? Record. A four and twenty three record. You've lost seventeen of your last eighteen games. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing to do because it, as as long as it's taken for him to build up that program to be pretty successful by their standards, and and look, listen, pretty successful by Big Ten West standards. Yeah, take out the last couple of years. You have to take that into accountability. You can't be an impulsive, in-the-moment type of mm -hmm. decision-maker mm -hmm. because how you handle Pat Fitzgerald will could stymie you from hiring Nick Austin or Jay mm -hmm. Foreman because those coaches talk. They know what it, how hard it is to recruit. Northwestern lines up to call me for head football coach. I'm in. Yeah. I'm out. Sorry, But, they, but coaches <laughs> yeah. know how hard it is to win there. Similar to Stanford and David right. Shaw, right? They they know, and yeah. and, mm -hmm. and so I think the best the, the best way if he has another you know hard year, they come to him and say, "Look, man, this can go that we can do this the easy way. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Let's do it the easy way. We'll actually probably pay you, say the rest of your money. Um, mm -hmm. We'll honor you. We'll we'll name whatever after you. You're the greatest football coach here of all time. But we got to move on. And it, and you know what? And it might be he'd be like, you know what? You're right. And then go I think he's self-aware enough. He is. Um, I think he was a little surprised at, at at how poorly they played. You got to think when they lost to Duke, that hurts them double time. That's a game that they expected to win. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then they lost a lot of close games. You know that they normally were winning. But you got to think for them for for being a one eleven team, and obviously the only time that they won was against Nebraska. They had a ton of guys drafted. Mm -hmm. Okay, up until the draft. Their defensive end was thought of to be a first round pick. Now he went in the second round. You usually don't find that type of talent. And you got to think that one of the better corners transferred to Notre Dame. So you got to think, you know, we're talking about recruiting in the facility that they brought. He's done a good job of developing. I think the transfer portal hurts Northwestern with good players <laughs> more than it would hurt another school because they don't have the ability to kind of reload all the time. They got to kind of 
rebuild at some positions, so forth it, and so on. It's interesting. So I'm looking at Pat Fitzgerald here. Um, he's about to enter his 18th year at Northwestern. Got there in 06 as a coach, that is, obviously. Right. Um, three 10-win seasons. Just three. Which I say just three because you expect a coach to be there for that long of a, of a period of time. You'd expect maybe more double-digit win seasons, right? Five and five in a bowl game. He's had five of Northwestern's six program all-time wins in bowl games. He's taken them to ten. He's five and five in them. Um, hasn't been to one though since 2020. And what's interesting, but in that COVID year, they finished seven and two. Right. So when when traditional teams, similar to Nebraska, are finishing two and six, here's Northwestern seven and two. So I, I don't know. Like I just think. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how leadership handles him in this situation. It's interesting to see how much he talks about it at Big Ten Media Days. Well, because, you know, before we're going to go break, I think a coach like that, homegrown, and he was a great – first of all, he was a, I remember watching he was a great player when he played um, for Northwestern. He might have more control over that in that university and decision-making yeah. than people know. Mm-hmm. Them relationships that he's built over 18 years, mm-hmm. and he's had to trust me. He's had to get in front of some big wigs to get that 800 million. They just ain't doing it just on on what they've seen on the field. Right. He knows how to work it. He's a Chicago guy, you know. And so I think it's it's not going to be as easy as that. But I think the best thing you could do is obviously coach well and, and kind of move on from it. Where would Northwestern go next? Because as we talked about, it's di- it's difficult to win there. Pat Fitzgerald in 17 years, 110 and 101. He's won fifty two percent of his games. Where do they go next? Do they Jeff it's, Munkin. It's, it's a coordinator, I right? Think, I That's think good. I think Northwestern will spin its wheels for two or three coaches before they find somebody that yeah. actually fits there. They'll go totally different than him. So they'll yeah. move on from a defensive minded, they'll go to whatever kind of SMU type of offense, right? To kind of be like a Purdue. Mm-hmm. Then they say, oh, that didn't work. Then we'll kind of go maybe somewhere in between. Bring back the Fitz days, and defensive then we'll, coach. And then we'll go to defensive coach, and then they'll move away from that. And then if, they can, if they're surviving then, and there, and there isn't just – and the Big Ten is still not like, you know, 14 teams and it's not 35 teams, then they have a chance. If not, then they will be down the wayside. They'll be like Vanderbilt. What's interesting is – so Jeff Brom, um, he, speaking of Purdue, Jeff Brom is offensive-minded, goes to Louisville, where he's from, and Purdue completely swaps mentalities. Right. Goes Ryan Walters, right? So it's 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 interesting to see how organ or how I guess administrations and athletic well, we departments. Here. We went from 100%. Bo to Grandpa Mike. Yep, a nice Mike, and then yep. you know then we go back and forth. So, hey man, good first segment. I'm glad we're Nick's here. We got upside coming in UFC this weekend. Uh, tell us about the uh, the party and how to get it. You know, get in and watch some. Of it. There's gonna be some uh, good matches because George St. Pierre is going into the Hall of Fame. So I'm sure DP hopefully will get him on. And get a little, uh, you know, soundbite from him. But I'm just Jay Foreman, my main man, Nick Austin. We'll be right back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.